friends. My name is Rosa. And my name is Deanna, best friends and co-hosts for The Last Brain Cell. A safe place for all things girl talk, mental health, wellness, and everything in between. This is a place where we bar no judgment as we have real and deep conversations about life in our late 20s. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, Deanna. Hello, Rosa. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah? (laughs) What are we talking about today? I think today we're going to be talking a little bit about body positivity okay um i think especially between you and i i think our bodies we have noticed mm. um have changed a lot Over in our years. 20s <laughs> yes yeah. yeah so i i agree you know i was an athlete growing up i played soccer i ran track i was lifting i even took a lifting class in high school they have so, those yeah. Well, at least my high school did. It was the first class of the day, first off. So um, then I had to I think about it. I think my school also had one. I just did probably not weren't interested care. in that whatsoever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, you know, going from being the athlete, being fit all the time, I could eat whatever I wanted and not have to worry about gaining weight, you know, and then getting older. Definitely have seen some changes. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about this not too long ago, but as women, we actually go through like a a second puberty almost where you know, I, f- I feel like it's more along the lines of like our body is transitioning into womanhood and being able to bear children. You know what I mean? Where like you start gaining weight again. I started having acne again. You know what I mean? That I didn't even have prior to that. Um, and I think it's a it's a big thing to try to love yourself through that. Yeah, especially when you compare yourself to people who maybe don't go through mm-hmm. such dramatic changes as maybe you or I have or, you know, a lot of other people mm-hmm. have. So, you know, you're probably wondering, well, why is this girl still skinny and she can still fit into her clothes from high school? Mm-hmm. But here I am. I have to like buy a whole new wardrobe because I've gained 20, 30 plus pounds. And I think like <laughs> your lifestyle also is a big thing. Like, you know, yeah, I'm not obviously, you know, I'm not playing soccer anymore. I'm not running track anymore. I'm still lifting, but not as much as I was, you know, and I think especially the athlete part is hard to adjust as you get older mm-hmm. you know because growing up like we had soccer games and track meets and like there was a there was a goal and some sort of reason why you were doing things and I think that's why I got into powerlifting you know is I had a goal again you know and now like it's hard to transition as an adult like from being like an athlete growing up I think yeah I mean I probably wasn't as much of an athlete as you were <laughs> But I was a swimmer. Yeah. That, that's all cardio. God, right there. I could not. <laughs> I was on the swim team from like middle school and a little bit of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that was like the majority of my athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tried cross country for like one season and I was like, oh my God. I not imagine not running. It. Oh, it sucked. It was awful. <laughs> Never, I would never do that again. I'm looking at all these cross country runners. I'm like, why did I? Why do would that? you do that to yourself? That it's is like, like pure pain and torture right there. Oh my God. But yeah, like as a swimmer, and I was very muscular, mm-hmm. but also lean. 
Um, like in high school, I wore maybe like a size two. Mm. I remember when I wore a double zero. I wore double zeros at one point, but I was like middle school, like mm. scrawny little thing. Yeah. But I think I was like, like at a solid size two for most of like high, high school. school into my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And then I started gaining weight. And I was really like depressed about it. Mm-hmm. It made me really sad. It made me, you know, question every little bit about my being. And I was really harsh on myself and I would critique every little part of my body. I think a big thing about body positivity too is relationships. Like, I don't think you should gauge how you feel about yourself based off of someone else's opinion. However, being with somebody that, you know, either way, like they comment on your weight a lot or like put you down about it, like it makes you feel some sort of way or like even the opposite. They still love you. They still show you that you are beautiful and that, you know, looks don't matter or whatever. Like that can also affect you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and even saying nothing, I think, says a lot. That speaks volumes when you don't say anything at all either. Especially if like you're fishing for reassurance and they're not giving it to you. Mm-hmm. You agree. know what I mean? Um and social media doesn't Oof. help either. Social media is really hard when it comes to trying to stay positive about your body image. Mm-hmm. And body dysmorphia is a really real thing. And it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like I look back at old pictures of myself and I'm like, I thought I was fat in these yeah. pictures. Oh my gosh. I I am blown by like mm-hmm. how hard I was on myself then. I used to be like a little twig mm-hmm. and I still used to think that I needed to lose weight and I needed to get rid of, you know, little pooches and <laughs> <laughs> pockets, little pockets of, you know, things I just didn't like because there's such a set standard on what is beautiful. I love those posts that are like, you know, social media versus reality. Mm-hmm. It makes and- me feel so much better knowing <laughs> that like, Okay, well, you know, she's got the little she's fold got a there pudge. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think like you know, as far as social media is concerned, you can fake things tremendously and you can like base it off of angles. You know what I mean? If you change your angle and the way you're standing, it makes you look skinnier or fatter or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And Have you ever been humbled? By the times you open your phone and your camera's like right underneath oh. your chin and you're like, oh my gosh. All the time. Especially <laughs> if I like answer a FaceTime and I'm like, oh, whoa, that's really close to my face. <laughs> or uh, one of my one of my other friends, um, she has two kids and he loves taking screenshots of me while on FaceTime. You know how you have that little like option to do screenshots? I do it with your cat all the time. Oh, I know. But Brie will like send me send me the screenshots randomly, not even after we talk. And I'm like, oh my god, Cairo, please stop. Like, <laughs> that is not a flattering angle. And he just giggles. He's two. He like, doesn't how know. do you know? <laughs> He's just pushing buttons. I know, I know. But um I think body positivity is 
I think it's talked about more than it used to be. I think people get a really weird mixed idea about body positivity and what it is. Um, Because I know some people think that body positivity is encouraging obesity. Right. And it's not. It it doesn't have anything to be health related. Mm -hmm. It's all about learning how to love yourself in your own skin, no matter what size you are. Right. I definitely think there is a fine line because of health. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think you should be to the point where you're just so unhealthy, you know, but on the same hand, you've got, you know, people that are 300 pounds that, you know, are the healthiest they've ever been. And then you've got someone that's 100 pounds that has all of these health issues. Mm -hmm. So I think there is some sort of correlation with weight and health, but also not really. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I, I see people like on TikTok or Instagram or whatever that they have gained weight, but they say that this is the best that they have ever felt in their life because they're not concerned about tracking calories and starving themselves. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think people think so heavily on weight when it's really – it doesn't matter you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's not what this concept is about. Right. It's just all about learning to love yourself in whatever shape or form you are. Right. And I don't know why people would not and want people to encourage do that. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because there are people who are just like, oh, well, you know, this is just encouraging, you know, all these health obesity concerns and obesity and when that's not, not what this is about. Right. And I know that you're getting the wrong message here. Right. And I think to people, progress is not linear. And people think that, oh, I love myself. So now I'm always going to love myself. Did you say linear? How do you say it? Linear. Linear? Linear? (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Linear. Linear, linear, like like linear. Yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> but you know they think that you know these people that are on social media that do love themselves and and preach that they love themselves that they don't also have hard days, right? You know, like just because you tell everybody that you love yourself and love your body, love the way you look, that you always feel that way. You know, everybody has doubts. Everybody has moments where they feel like they could be better. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think people kind of forget that it's okay to go through that also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even, Even athletes, even people that you idolize, you know, they go through, they go through times too. And I don't think that's talked about enough either. Mm hmm you know, like, um, I was going to say Simone Biles, but that's more like mental health issues with her. But, um, you know, it's like people forget that other people are human. Yeah. I mean, it's only human to, to have, you know, your ups and downs and mm-hmm. feel good one day and then feel absolute trash the next day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or mostly feel like trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it has gotten a lot better though. I mean, I don't think we're a hundred percent there. You know, I also don't think we'll ever be a hundred percent there because we'll always have those demons. Um, but I think compared to what it used to be, it has gotten better. Are you talking about in terms of like you or like in terms just like in, just in general, general, like I out think. on social media and the acceptance right. of I think, different sizes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it is talked about more and I feel like, you yeah. know, not to be feminist, but women have more of a voice now than they used to, you know, back, you know. For sure. I know some the, people feel a lot of ways about that, but. Mm -hmm. But, you know, back in like 40s, 50s, whatever, you know, you had to be a certain size. You had to cook and clean and take care of your children and yeah, whatever to dress else. a certain way. Right. Yeah. And now yeah. women are like, fuck that. I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm going to wear whatever I want and you're going to eat what I cook you. Exactly. Or <laughs> – not or, even cook at all. You yeah, cook. You cook for me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think that we are definitely on the up and up, yeah. you know, on on that side. Right. But people still struggle. Yeah. I know? mean, I think ultimately it's yes, it's also body positivity for men as well. Yes. You know, I think men also go through it as well. Like I know men, especially throughout the pandemic. You know, mm -hmm. they're staying at home or men after college, they're mm -hmm. working very sedentary jobs. They work in an office. They sit for eight hours a day. And after that, you're just so burnt out and you don't want to work out. Yeah, it's like Ben. It's hard to cook healthy meals. Right. You know, when me and Ben first started dating, you know, they always say that you, you know, gain weight whenever you get into like a happy relationship or yeah. whatever. And that happened, both of us. and. You know, he started gaining a little bit of weight and he was noticing it and not feeling great about himself. And, you know, unlike everybody else in the world, Ben like went even harder in the gym and definitely like he, he feels a lot better about himself, you know. Um, but like you said, even men go through that. And but I think men definitely deserve the body positivity as yeah, well. Yeah, I think they need a little bit more credit in that department too yeah. because I feel like that's also not very talked about. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of things with men are not as talked about. Because like dad bods? I love it. Love I love a dad bod. You know, like you don't, you know, men feel like they have to be over six foot tall with washboard abs. I think that's, a, that's that was our fault. As women, <laughs> yeah. we really set that standard. <laughs> but like, I'm five two. I don't want no six foot man. I'm gonna get a crick in my neck. I dated a guy man. who was like six one, I think, and I'm like barely hovering five feet. <laughs> like, I had to ask the doctor or the nurse. I was like, "Can we round up?" <laughs> <laughs> but like, and I, I think too, like. As you get older, your taste changes too. So now, like, you know, I like a little bit of the salt and pepper and, you know, the dad bod and, you know, a little bit of a seasoned man, yeah. you know. Um, but men still think, oh, I need to have, you know, the six pack and a certain height mm -hmm. and look a certain way. And I think men are also pretty hard on themselves. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely not talked look. about as much. And it's much. not talked about. No. No. Um, 
just love yourself. Yeah. Everybody in the yeah. world. And like size inclusive cl- inclusivity. Is that a, even a word? It is now. I guess it is now. Like, I think it's only been in recent times that, like, plus-size clothing has become more mm-hmm. available. Yeah. Because I know people who are plus-size, they are very limited to where they can shop. Yes. I definitely do see it a lot more often. I will say, too, like, pant sizes are oh, not don't universal. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Men's sizes? So, like, cut and dry, yeah. like, waist and seam. Simple. So simple. And meanwhile, we have, um, what is it? We have odd numbers and even number sizes. At different places. At different mm-hmm. places. And you can wear a size 2 at one store and be a size 8 at another. And you're the same person. And I'm the same size as I was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand it. Why does everything women have to be more complicated it's so complicated and like you know you might feel really great that you wear a size two mm-hmm. but then you realize when you go shopping you're a size six or eight mm-hmm. at another store and you're like mm, that just that doesn't sucks. sit right i'm not gonna shop but there. and i think it took me sp- specifically a very long time to to finally grasp the my clothes need to fit me i don't need to fit my mm-hmm. clothes the size does not matter, you know, and, and even I think wearing something smaller than you should actually makes you look worse than if you just wore your size. I did try very hard to like squeeze mm-hmm. into like my old little oh, like yeah. size two, size four jeans and I had like the muffin top and I was suffocating. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> awful. I was like, I can't sit. I can't bend over. It was awful. But I fit. I was like, but it buttons. And so at, at that point, that's all that mattered to me. Yeah. But then I think back at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I look so much better in a size eight. Mm-hmm. You this feel is, this better. This is more flattering mm-hmm. in a size eight. And it, it, it took me a very, very long time to just sort of forget about the number scale, mm-hmm. forget about the number on the scale. I don't have a scale at home. Mm. The only time I see my weight is when I go to the doctor. The doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And even then I'm like, do we have do we to? Have to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that sometime. <laughs> I've even stopped weighing the adults because I mean, they're at urgent care. It's not like I'm a primary care. So it's like the only reason I weigh people is, is kids because of medication purposes. And they only use it for a BMI scale, don't they? Yeah. Well, for like kids or whatever, it, Based off of their height and weight is how much you can oh, like dosing. Them. Yes, dosing. dosing. But like for adults, right? It's just BMI, and we don't really care about BMI. Yeah, and we've already debunked that whole thing. I also, yeah, I think BMI is a load of shit. Yeah, there's like my BMI says that I'm like borderline obese. obese. Yeah, I'm like what? Mm. And then you've got like those older doctors that bring it up. I. At the VA, they suggested a weight loss program for me. So first off, no thank you. It's just because they see the numbers. Right. I understand that. But like, I mean, yeah, I could, you know, lose a couple pounds, but like I'm not unhealthy. I'm not massive where like I can barely walk. You know what I mean? Like 
doesn't affect your daily life. No. Like, <laughs> just because I got a, you know, a little, a little bit pooch, of insulation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cushion. Little right. Don't be, don't be suggesting me a weight loss program. That is weird. I feel like the only person who should be suggesting a weight loss program is the patient themselves. Right. Or if your weight is affecting your health. Yes. Then the conversation can be had. But that's not why I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm here for a completely different reason. Mm-hmm. And that's, that conversation just sucks. To right. Have, especially when that wasn't what you were originally there for. Yeah. I just mm. feel like headaches or something. <laughs> like. I'm not having headaches because I'm fat. No. <laughs> it's because you're anxious. And stressed. And stressed. Right, exactly. Oh, very usual, I guess. Yeah. Um, how do you feel that you have like adjusted into your late twenties with the changes that you have seen? I think I am better than I used to be. Um, since we've been friends, I mean, you even know, like, the kind of ups and downs I've had in that area. Um, there was definitely a time where I never wore anything tight. I always wore, like, baggy things and, you know, just, I was struggling really bad with the, the weight gain. You know, and it was hard to love myself, you know, and not only was I going through that, I was also going through the mental health changes that we've previously talked about. So like it was kind of all around nothing was good. At least it felt like it. And in my relationship too, I was looking for him to... Like, provide that reassurance. Right, which is not fair. You know what I mean? Um, And also, we never had a conversation either. So, like, I was, like, assuming he knew what I was thinking, which is (laughs) insane. (laughs) Um, You know, but once we had the conversation about it and it was being talked about and it was a real thing, you know, then he understood my expectations and knew what I was going through. You know, and it was a, it was a gradual thing, you know, cause he also, he's not a very verbal person, you know, um, you know, I'm always like, oh, you look pretty today. Or like some stranger, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your eyelashes. You know, that's just a girl versus boy thing. It is, it is. But, you know, I had that unrealistic expectation that he was supposed to do the same things that I did or was doing. Um, so once we talked about it, it made things easier. And I also realized that I can't base my love of myself off of someone else's love for me. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have to be able to love myself for someone else to love me the way that I feel like I should be loved. Right. Right. You can't have like 100% reliance Mm -hmm. on someone else to love you fully for who you are if you can't. Right. And, you know, God forbid we break up. And what does that say about your own self-worth? Right. You know? You know, and if we, if he, you know, loved me unconditionally and like for my body or whatever, and that's what I based my love of myself off of and we broke up, then what do I have? I'm back to square one. Yep. 
you know, like, um, I think people rely so heavily on their partners, which I think it's okay to lean on your partner. Obviously, that's what they're there for or what they right, should be there for. And that's what the communication there is for. Like, it makes me feel great when you say X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know, just that little, little boost. Yes, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but you definitely should be able to love yourself without relying on other people's love. It's very hard, but. Yeah. What about you? I mean, how do you feel like your transition was? I feel like things started to go downhill <laughs> when yeah. I was like 24. Okay. I feel like all the way up even to my mid-20s, um, honestly, like to the point I started dating Nick, mm-hmm. you know, I was very consistent with my weight. I was very consistent in a very singular routine. Um I didn't really think too much about body positivity mm-hmm. or how my body's changed because it didn't. Right. It was a very, very, very gradual change from like middle school, high school, you know, adulthood, mm-hmm. like going into like your early 20s. And then I just sort of felt like I fell off a cliff at like 24. Well, what year was that also? Four years ago. So that was... It was right before the pandemic, right? right? Yeah, and it was pandemic time. Um, it, it was a stressful time, mm-hmm. you know, with the grief in the hospital and the stress of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, also, entering a fresh relationship at that. And not being able to go anywhere. But not being able to work. go anywhere. And I think that triggered like a whole mental health downfall for Mm -hmm. me you know I was at the doctor's office and I got started on Lexapro I started gaining weight and that's a side effect medication of the medications Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh like I'm taking these antidepressants because I like can't with myself (laughs) and now I'm getting fat (laughs) right which doesn't help and I'm like cool this is just literally pushing me towards the edge here like this is awesome (laughs) It's like you have to choose between do I want to be happy or do right. I want to be skinny? Like <laughs> pick one. It was terrible, but you know, I kept through I kept with it and um then came the time when I had to pretty much get a whole new wardrobe. Mm-hmm. That was very difficult. I was purging my closet. I was throwing away all, or donating all of my size 2, size 4 pants. Putting all of my extra small clothes small clothes into little bags and I was donating them because I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to fit back into these. But in the back of my head, I knew that I don't need to fit back into these because mm-hmm. I knew that my health was more important. And, you know, gaining a couple pounds, gaining, I think I gained 20 pounds over the course of like three, four years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it didn't, it didn't affect my health. Right. You know, all my blood work comes back healthy. I'm okay, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it took me a really, really long time to recognize that that number on the scale, the number on the back of your jeans, it doesn't really matter. Well, and I think like reality sets in when you have to get rid of those clothes. Yeah, because I'm holding on to them. I'm like, okay, one day I'm going to fit, fit back, back into, into them. them. Yeah. I'm going to lose the weight and I, and I can wear these mm-hmm. again. But, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. Honestly, like when I go through my closet and say like I can't fit into these anymore, I feel better once they're gone. Yeah, once they're gone because it's out of sight, out of mind. You mm-hmm. don't have to think about 
oh, I was this size once, or right. oh, I'm never going to be able to wear these again, or oh, when will I be able to fit back into these again? But once it's gone, like it's... I think something really hard too for me is looking back at old pictures of myself, mm. which I really fall into more often than I'd like to admit, you know, and it's even like, I don't necessarily go looking for old pictures, but you know, looking for like a certain picture to show somebody and then you kind of like go down a rabbit hole. I remember that day at yeah. work. You're like, look at how skinny I was here. You're skipping through. Look at my look hair at here. <laughs> Wasn't this office so pretty? <laughs> um, and I feel like for me personally, once I go down that rabbit hole, it's hard to get out of. Yeah, because it's hard to like not compare yourself to yeah. what you were. But then like you think about like how awesome things are now. Yeah. And I think it's very hard to forget – or very easy to forget that. Mm -hmm. That, you know, your greatest moments are here. Hopefully. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely agree too. And, you know, once you learn to accept the reality of things, you know, I think things get a lot better. Yeah. It, it takes a while and it's very hard and it, it – sweat and tears <laughs> – <laughs> I think confidence is a big thing too. Like if you It's a skill. Yeah. Well, and like <sighs> if you're confident in yourself, you are more attractive to other people. Like obviously that's not the goal here, but like if you love yourself openly and you are confident in yourself and don't give a shit about what other people think, other people are going to love that about you. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Oh, like she's so free willed mm -hmm. and so chill and just so okay with it." Like, mm -hmm. although I I will say there's a fine line where like you're just sort of faking it just to fake it. Not that necessarily, but if someone's like, "Wow, you look really confident wearing that." Oh yes, you're like, like you don't on. have to say that. You could have just stopped it at. Yeah, you first of all, you don't have to say anything. You look beautiful. You know what I mean? Simple, right? Or, like, I could never wear that. I could never see myself being that confident in that body. Like, that's just mean. Yeah. Like, like you are trying, you are being mean for a purpose there. Mm -hmm. I hate people sometimes. I hate most people. Yeah. I don't hate you. No? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of reassuring, I guess. <laughs> oh, you don't really, like, tell me often. I love you, Deanna. Oh, love you too, Boza. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall, though, I think I think a lot of people went through something similar. Yeah, especially as the pandemic came through, oh, yeah. the gyms are closed. People don't want to go outside. People would eat order in because they don't want to cook. Ugh, door you know. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I think more people should talk about it, you know, and as easy as, as it is to say, love yourself. <laughs> it's very hard to love yeah. yourself, especially really when you is. have everything going against you or as it might seem like everything's going against mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it's really hard to love yourself when you feel like nobody else around you loves yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like my weight gain journey <laughs> <laughs> was so dramatic though. It was very hard to, like, accept it. It was mm -hmm. very hard to, like, just 
cope with the fact that I had gained 20 pounds in such a short amount of time. Right. And for someone like me, who's five feet tall, that 20 pounds shows. Shows, yeah. Well, you got to think too, like moms. You know, moms. Like their body after they have children. Oh, I thought you were going to say like how brutal they can be. That's oh, a story well, for another time. That's something else. That's okay. childhood trauma that we'll yes. talk about later. <laughs> I was like, is this where we're going? Okay. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, you know, women, once they have kids, their body changes dramatically. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know neither one of us have had, have experienced that, but I have friends that have. I see my own mom. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are pregnant and then I've seen them after kids mm-hmm. and you know, some of them, by, I don't know, by some miracle, they bounce right back. Right. And you're then, like, how? Right. But I think, too, a big thing about, like, women when they have kids is they see their husband, boyfriend, fiance. Just the same. Their body's not changing. Mm-mm. You know, women are the ones that have to push a whole human being out of themselves, you know, and then – not only take care of their child, also figure out how to love themselves in the process because their body's just so changed in, in nine months. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, that's also not talked about enough, I think, because I think the expectation is that you're going to bounce back, right? You and know? you don't because women's bodies are meant to have kids and they're supposed to, you know, get back into it or blah 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 whatever but like your boobs are saggy balloons <laughs> it's, like, it's traumatic you've got loose skin on your abdomen yeah you've got you what, what is that the dice you know that no there are like a lot of pregnant women because their bellies oh, are muscles. stretched the muscle separates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know what it's called but i know what and they have to get about. that surgically repaired and they have to work right. very hard they get hernias from pushing they get torn to hell down there right yeah it's (laughs) traumatic like and you're just expected to just yeah bounce right back like you have to heal and also fully take care of a baby a baby that doesn't 100 relies on you yeah how is that fair I also think that whole thing is another conversation for another day. Just. But overall, love yourself. Love the people around you because you don't know what they're going through. Right. You know what I mean? You don't know if they are struggling with their weight and or anything mentally for that matter. You know what I mean? Um, Love yourself. Love the people around you. And that's that. Yeah. I think we just need to stop commenting on body parts. Yeah. Just like, stop talking about I it. have a lot of fat on my face. I always have and I always will. Even when I was like a little twig, I still had a fat face, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's whatever. It's my face. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to hate it when people would comment on how mm-hmm. chubby my face was or how round my face was, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, you might think that you're doing something harmless. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it has a lasting impact on people. Mm-hmm. I agree, you know. And people just need to keep comments to themselves. Yeah. 
you know, unless it's like literally hurting somebody else, you know what I mean? Like they are so obese that it's affecting their health. Then, okay. Right. (laughs) But, you know, like little things like that, I think people don't realize, like you said, the impact it has on that person. Yeah. Because you might think that it's just a little harmless comment that you make, but that is something that that probably that person might dwell on a lot forever. It might be an insecurity, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I wish there was more kindness. Peace, love and happiness. Peace, tender, <laughs> tender love and care. <laughs> Some TLC. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's just so much that's just too much to ask for. It is, you know. And I feel like some people just feel so um needing to say everything that's on their mind every thought that they have mm-hmm. when some comments just don't just don't had, you know if you can't say something nice don't say nothing at all yeah i agree yeah <laughs> and that's that <laughs> um i think that wraps up today's shorter episode Mm -hmm. um, on body positivity. I think it's been a prominent topic Mm -hmm. that has weighed heavily with at least us. Yes. Um, Especially in recent years. Mm -hmm. I think we've both been there for each other as our bodies have changed. Yeah. Um, You know, we've talked a little bit about second puberty which what the fuck like why why, why is that necessary why didn't nobody <laughs> like, tell was us was one that? not enough <laughs> obviously not i hope there's not a third well i guess there is because menopause yeah, menopause i don't even want to talk <sighs> about that <laughs> um do you have any any thoughts on no i mean i think i pretty much said everything i think today's episode was kind of open-ended yeah you know we kind of just let it flow on our thoughts and everything you know we just kind of had the topic of body positivity and just went with it (laughs) went with it you know um because I mean obviously we have a lot to say about those things Mm -hmm. you know um and I think a lot of men and and women alike just have a very similar sentiment mm -hmm. towards the changes as we get a little older Mm -hmm. um and honestly, for those of you who don't go through that, like, what's that like? Being I able to know. fit into your high school prom dress? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could never. <laughs> I could not. I'd be a roll of biscuits. Yeah. I I don't know. I, <laughs> I actually never went to prom, but. Oh. <clears throat> that'll be another conversation. That's a very short conversation. I don't think anyone liked me enough to go to prom with me. <laughs> I was a very like shy and like quiet girl. Really? Shocking. Surprise. Never could have guessed that one. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like didn't care. I went to like homecomings and stuff, but like we didn't have homecomings. All we had was prom. Yeah, we had like homecomings. We had like little random dances in between. We had prom. My homecoming never had a date. Prom didn't go. It's okay. I don't really feel like I'm missing out on anything. You didn't because my <laughs> everyone has like a terrible oh prom gosh. story. Yes. My first prom, I went with a guy who was my boyfriend at the time. First off, I drove to prom. Okay, oh, not, no. not because he couldn't. <laughs> okay, and then, um, you know, we we had they had like a midnight bowling after the prom or whatever, so we went bowling, and then not even like an hour after taking him home and then me going home, he broke up with me through text message. <gasps> 
Yeah, that was my junior prom. Oh my god. <laughs> also, he was high the whole time. That's why I drove, because he was rolling a blunt right next to me. In my not my car. You know, I don't think you and I would have been friends in high school. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. And then my senior prom, I was supposed to go with my high school sweetheart. And we broke up like two weeks before the prom. Apparently prom just means breakup. It does. Screw prom. I had a great time though with my friends. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I always went with like my friends and it was mm-hmm. always a good time. Um, but like my prom, I never went to any of my proms in high school. I always we worked. Have a little prom together. It's okay. I'm 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 really okay with not <laughs> not doing that. Fine, Don't that. think that I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> well good i'm glad (laughs) well now that we went on that tangent about prom (laughs) i think that will wrap up today's episode um let us know how you guys feel about body positivity and if you can like relate to any of the sentiment Mm -hmm. of you know going through the changes in your 20s or and beyond Mm -hmm. or any changes honestly at that point yeah um because I think a lot of people will find um, comfort. comfort in knowing that they're not the only one. Yes. Yes, I, I definitely – And I think that's a huge thing on our podcast yeah. is we go through shit in life and a lot of it goes unspoken mm-hmm. and it's very easy to feel alone in certain situations in life. And I think the whole point of this podcast is – you're not, you're not. <laughs> yeah especially i mean i know that we're just two people in this very very large world yeah. um and we obviously don't have the same experiences as everyone else but i know that the experiences that we have we are not the only people that have gone through these things um there are other people out there that aren't as open you know, in talking about these things and they do feel like they're the only person in the entire world that has gone through what they have gone through. It feels that way. It does sometimes, you know, especially if you don't have that support system. Mm. Um, but we are here to tell you that we are here, you know, and even if you have had a different experience than us, you can talk about it. You can come to us, you know, um, reach out to us on TikTok, Instagram, What's the other one? Facebook. You know? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I don't think you can make a YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. You can't make comments or anything on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, stuff like that. But regardless of how you find us and where you listen, we are here for you. Even if you don't want to talk to us, just listen to us. You know, Um, that is totally fine too. But just know that this is a safe place for everybody. Um, and we love you guys. So much love. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, but please like, comment, share, subscribe. Share the love. Mm. Um, and we shall see you next time on The Last Brain Cell. Hope you had a good time. Okay, bye. Bye.